Buenos dias from Laos Point. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 2nd of June, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. It's the coldest week of the year so far, with temperatures in the Buenos Aires province dropping below zero degrees Celsius, or 32 Fahrenheit. The temperature in the northern part of the country was also lower than usual, although in the Patagonia region, it was the opposite. It seems that we have a long winter ahead, considering we're seeing winter temperatures while it's still autumn. With that in mind, it's good news that the government won't be reducing energy subsidies immediately. Good news for the people, at least, although not so much for the IMF. With the coldest season coming up and the higher costs caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the government considered that this is not the best time to reduce energy subsidies for utility bills, even though that was part of the arrangement with the IMF. The truth is, cutting energy subsidies would help the government reduce its fiscal deficit but it's also the most controversial part of the agreement. More good news is starting this month. The government will raise the income tax floor for all employees. We'd hinted at this in a previous episode, but in addition to being official now, the income tax floor was raised more than expected to 280,000 pesos, about 1,300 U.S. dollars, a 25% increase from the 225,000 pesos it was standing at. With the mid-year bonus, also known as Aguinaldo, coming up, which is paid together with the salary of June and represents 50% of your highest salary, you may wonder if you'll be taxed if you exceed 280,000 pesos total. You won't. The Aguinaldo is exempt from taxation. Speaking of salaries, the central bank is analyzing the possibility of enabling payments in dollars to those who export their services to companies abroad. This would make the foreign exchange market more flexible in two ways. First, it would enable small exporters of professional services to receive dollars directly to their bank accounts in Argentina. Secondly, it would allow service exporting companies to access foreign exchange on a percentage of their incremental exports, that is, according to how much they exceed their previous record of exports. Currently, if a company or professional wants to export their services and receive payments through their local account, they are required to exchange their dollars for pesos in the official market as soon as they receive them. That means that not only do they never see dollars, but they get only the amount of pesos corresponding to the official rate, which is about half of what they could get in the parallel market. Naturally, this has led most exporters to use alternative methods such as virtual wallets. But with an estimated 200,000 people doing unregistered work, the government is desperate for a way to bring them back to the system. On that note about autonomous workers, the government will also be updating the monotax scales for monotributistas and self-employed. The head of the Chamber of Deputies, Sergio Massa, announced that they will be ensuring that the maximum billing limits are increased by the 1st of July so that 4.5 million monotributistas don't have to jump to a larger scale and pay higher taxes. Another thing that the government confirmed this week 
week is the first case of monkeypox in Argentina. We mentioned last week that the health ministry was carrying out the necessary tests to confirm the rare disease, and it's now official. Officials said that the PCR test had come back positive and that genetic sequencing is now needed to determine the exact form of the virus. Monkeypox is rarely fatal, though. There are more dangerous things to focus on, such as the frightening femicide rates. According to government data, during 2021, a woman died from gender violence every 35 hours. The report found that almost 90% of the victims knew their perpetrator, while 40% lived with them. 62% of the victims were partners or former partners of their killers. Most femicides took place in the province of Buenos Aires, followed by Tucumán, Córdoba, and Santa Fe. Meanwhile, COVID-19 cases continue to rise. Since last week, we saw an increase of 19%. Remember that you can get your fourth shot for free and without an appointment in many provinces, such as Buenos Aires. Check your province specifically and make sure it's been at least four months since you got the last booster shot. That said, Buenos Aires Ministry of Health anticipated that the fourth dose will probably be the last one this year. Most likely, a fifth vaccine won't be recommended or promoted until fall of 2023. Hopefully, this increase in cases won't evolve into new restrictions. It's quite unlikely, especially considering the big openings and events that the country has in line. Recently, the Centro Cultural Borges reopened after a two-year pandemic closure. Named after Argentina's most famous writer, this cultural meeting point has 13 exhibition spaces, three performance halls, and a small open library. Another event coming up is the G7. On Tuesday, the 24th, President Fernandez was invited by the summit host, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, to join the next G7 summit in Bavaria as the only Latin American presence. The heading is Progress Toward an Equal World. And countries like Canada, France, Italy, Japan, India, Indonesia, Senegal, and South Africa were also invited. But despite having this and another summit in Los Angeles on the horizon, the president didn't hesitate when criticizing the United States economic blockade of Cuba and Venezuela. More specifically, he called the other Latin American countries to unite at the upcoming Summit of the Americas and said that they should be ashamed by the trade embargoes on the two nations. From political events to musical events, the British band Coldplay is close to breaking the record of more shows sold out at River Plate Stadium. Tickets for the first eight gigs sold out in barely a few minutes, and now the band has announced a ninth show equaling the number that Roger Waters played in 2012. Despite the prices ranging between 8,000 and 20,000 pesos, between 40 and 100 US dollars, which is no small amount, they have already sold 500,000 tickets. Speaking of sales, the Hot Sale 2022, which took place between Monday the 30th and Wednesday the 1st of June, has come to an end and registered an average discount of 26% among all categories. 
While some complained certain brands inflated their prices prior to the event, others claimed they snapped up good deals. It's interesting to see that 82% of the visits were made through mobile devices, and the majority of users were from the province of the city of Buenos Aires, followed by Córdoba, Santa Fe, and Mendoza. Since we brought up the province of Córdoba, two airlines announced this week that they will be adding direct international flights from the province's international airport. The Chilean airline, LATAM, will go from offering the current seven weekly flights to operating nine in July, connecting Córdoba with various countries in Latin America. Meanwhile, Air Europa will go back to the pre-pandemic frequencies and add two weekly direct flights to Madrid, reaching a total of six flights between the province and the Spanish capital. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. It's June, and you still haven't subscribed to our show? We've already got a war and another virus. What are you waiting for? Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at argentina at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Argentina and Twitter at Rorschach underline A-R-G. Nos vemos la próxima semana.